Welcome to On the Throne, a podcast covering your Los Angeles Kings, Ontario Reign, and hockey in Southern California. My name is Vance Longarini. Joining us soon will be Tanner Pitts. And Riker Jordan was not joining us for this episode, but a bunch of everybody from Kings Twitter reached out, joined the space that we started, and added their opinions, added their their thoughts. And I think it's a really good insight. And this is the first ever On the Throne King's Realm crossover. I think you guys are going to like this one. All right. Important win. I mean, completely honestly, it's, it's four in a row. It's big for Copley. It's huge for the whole team to watch Gabrikov score his first as a king. Pretty good night. So tonight we're going to talk about, kind of real quick, um, I guess what's next, you know, coming down the stretch in the regular season. What do we what do we see is coming coming up for the Kings and, and maybe uh, some predictions of what we've seen since the trade deadline. Watching these... Uh, these games in the past four games have been huge. They're monumental. So um, if anybody wants to request, we'll absolutely open it up. If not, we'll just kind of keep on going and spitballing as we go. We got Tanner in here. Riker is not joining us tonight because reasons. So if anybody wants to jump in, let us know. Right now, watching this team has been kind of a roller coaster with goaltending. Watching this this team have a differential of negative goals up until recently has been tough to watch and deal with. But at the end of the day, what it's going to kind of come down to is are we, are we looking at the team that goes deeper into the playoffs this year? And I honestly think so. We got Kings realm in here. That's huge. What's up. What's up. Tanner's in. What's up, everybody? All right. Uh, whoever's whoever's running for King's Realm right now, you guys absolutely, if you want to request to talk, this is a it's an open forum, bro. I have I have like three things I want to talk about. The first is Gavrikov, man. I did not expect him to be that good. He's been over exceeding my expectations I had of him. He's a very good defenseman so far. I just hope that he can fall in love with the Kings organization or the Kings do something to get him re-signed because um, it sucks losing that first-round pick and quick for a rental. But I could see Gavrikov playing right next to Brant Clark next year on the second pair. And then Gabe Velarde, man. That guy, his hands, bro. There was one shift in late, late in the first period where I swear he had like five – Five shots on goal in the same shift, man. He was just all over the puck. And then Quentin Byfield, dude, he's coming. He's right there. He's making the plays. Now he just got to get on the score sheet, man. All those haters can literally suck it. Byfield's going to be a 
Byfield's going to be a beast here. Maybe not this year, but he's breaking out. Give him another year or two. He's only 21 or 20, however old he is. But I'm I'm really excited for for these young kids coming out and tearing it up for the Kings, man. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, Byfield has been huge. Um, just to see how his playmaking skills are. His passes are sweet. They're right into where it needs to be. It's not perfect. Uh, I've never seen a guy fall down as much as him and Lazat. I swear those guys are like laid out on the ice by themselves more than by somebody else. But I like it. I think it's fun to, to see the, the energy they've got going on. And it's, it's something different every time. You never know what you're going to get with them. Um, Gavrikov is a huge addition. I mean, we were salty for our episode that we recorded, but, you know, it was 10 minutes after a really tough trade to digest. And, uh, you know, the, the game that that our new goalie played is pretty good. I was, I was excited to see it too. I think for us to, to make a deep run in the playoffs, those two additions needed to be made. If they weren't made at the trade deadline, we probably wouldn't go further than the first or second round. But I, I see this team going deep, and that's what she said. I, uh, yeah. I, like I, I, like I said before, right man, the West is wide open. The East are gonna are gonna fucking battle that shit out, dude. There's gonna be a long, long, hard course of the Stanley Cup coming out of the East. The West is wide open. It's gonna be who gets hot and who stays hot. It, yeah, absolutely. It's, the West is just so much more wide open compared to the East. And then, fuck, dude, Dursey, right, man, so... took a nasty little hit there. That he didn't come yeah, back. I think he's on concussion protocol. Yeah, he didn't come back. Again, was I think it's super, just super, a... super fucking chippy. A lot of hits. Kings realm requests. Yeah, let's get them in here. Yep. I wonder if it's James, Jordan, or Dennis. Let's see. Kings realm, you are on on the throne. You do have to unmute your mic, though. Motherfucker. Hey, I'm new here, man. This is Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's up, Jordan? How you Good, doing? Good, man. You? Oh, doing you know, great. I, I just want to jump on. I, I heard you said you guys started recording about 10 minutes after the trade happened with Quick, and um, you guys are pretty salty about it. And, I mean, same here. We recorded, I think, the day after. And uh, these last three games, um, it's made it hurt a lot less, um, to say the least. Um, Obviously, both both of them have uh, showed up pretty big. Uh, Quick had a decent game in Vegas, which is still fucking weird. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the <laughs> left side of Quick. Still hurts. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. If it's on Quick's left side, where it's, it says VKG, De- Dennis actually pointed this out in our uh, group text message today. There's a Kings logo on his new helmet, which is pretty fucking funny. Is it really? Go take a look. Um, Maybe I'll uh, shoot you the uh, photo um, to uh, the podcast, um, freaking Twitter. But yeah, there's it's it's like the the white shield of it, and then it's got the um, uh, VGK at the top, and then it's got the knight's head at the bottom. Um, but it's clearly a king's logo, and it's pretty funny. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah. So, anyways, just want to jump on, uh, say that 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 trade is starting to hurt a little bit less uh, as you know the days go by, and if, if if this team sees any success in the playoffs, uh, not that we're ever going to forget it, um, but 
fuck, it hurts so bad. And Byfield, man, coming on strong lately. I think he's got something like four assists in the last three games. Uh, might even be more than that. He's got that like lob pass uh, into the zone, fucking down pat. He's done it both times in these last two games. So. That shit's so sick, dude. Yeah, that shit's so sick, dude. He's he's like I said, he's twenty, man. All those haters can suck it, dude. He yeah, he's I mean, gonna, he's gonna be. He's might not be a superstar in the league, but Quentin Byfield's gonna be a very fucking good player in the league. I don't know. I I still think there's some sort of superstar potential in 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 there. Like I said, he's he's still twenty. The guy's gigantic and twenty years old. He's massive, man. Figuring and, out how to move around that body at that age, it doesn't make any sense. So. And he's fast, and dude, just his forecheck. It's so he's all over the puck. Yeah, the fact that he's like. Not that he's learned to use his body, because I'm sure he's done that his entire, you know, amateur career. But the fact that he's comfortable doing it now in the bigs, like, it just makes such a huge difference. You see it in front of the net, and then you see him, like you said, with his speed and with his skill, like, doing, doing those lob passes. It, it, he's going to be playmaking abilities coming out finally. Like, that yeah. pass, like, to Mikey, where he set Mikey up, that, like, Kempe takes it in, just feeds it to Byfield, and Byfield just head up the whole time looking to make that play. Yeah. And tape to tape, and yeah, cash and he, I think he did it with Fiala last game. I forget who it was. Yeah, I think it was Fiala. Uh, yeah, it was a tic tac toe, wasn't it? They, no, he did the same lob pass last game. I forget. Oh, who, who was oh, two. Kempe, Kempe. Yeah, yeah. One of the fucking sweets. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, he he's been exciting to watch, and just this this team's coming along, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what what happens with Jersey, obviously. But um, I think there's there's plenty of talent waiting. There is. Wings. I mean. I really hope Dirty's okay, but there's this one guy that's just waiting for his chance. He's got a great name. <laughs> yeah, he's got an okay name. He's got a basic <laughs> name, if you were to ask me. But uh, he's he, it might be his time to shine. I mean, I hope Dirty's okay, obviously. Sure. But it, it, Jordan Spence, man, he's too good for the AHO, man. Like, I just don't know what they're going to do, man. Like, they... Roy, like, it's going to suck if he gets traded. It's going to suck if Thursday gets traded. But you have Spence and Clark coming next year. Yeah. It almost makes you feel bad for saying suck it, Jordan. Uh, eat a dick, James. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave James Welcome to the On the Throne King's Realm crossover, everybody. <laughs> Dude, we're the fuck striker. Good right, evening, though. gentlemen. <laughs> I got to say, the fact that neither James or I showed up with a beard to crack is actually a little disappointing. It's yeah, sad. I'm actually like I'm running to the fridge to get one. Cause why not? It's only what ten thirty. Ten thirty, yeah. Well, my mom oh, didn't the, raise. You know, it's funny. In my hallway is a high. My mommy, my I mama don't... didn't raise no bitch. I guess I'm in. <laughs> I walk into my hallway, and by my front door is a high noon waiting. So I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Do I know? Do Do you know how I know you're an alcoholic, James? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh man anyways guys I'm gonna let you get back to it I, I got some shit to do tonight uh, I'll, I'll keep listening but uh, thanks go for Kings go. Uh, jumping on doing this heck yeah man go Kings go so quick question for on the throne um, how dirty is Washington in this game uh, I think they were desperate I mean I think that hit on Oshi. I don't think it was like necessarily it was definitely a penalty but I don't think his feet were down. Like, he was just unfortunate, I think. But uh, besides that play, like, Wilson, like, fuck that guy. I'd still love to see him in a king sweater, but fuck that guy. He goes he goes right for Kobe's head. And then that bitch move by Kuznetsov oh, yeah, he fucking to try that, and dude. get the call. 
Do you can't, dude? You can't play dirty all game and then come in like a bitch at the end. I'm sorry. No, it's just it's right. zero class. Yeah, because that's and that. If, if anything, like if they would have called a penalty, who was that on QB? Like that should have been an embellishment yeah, call too. If anything, that dude fucking hundred percent looked like the, the fuck, dude. Looked like the NBA out there. Here's the deal: if you're gonna if you're gonna be a flop team, be a flop team, right? But don't come in hard and try and hit everybody and take everybody out. And then get desperate and then, you know, then start being a flop team. It's just – it just so, shows zero class on their behalf. And it makes me want Ovi, uh, Ovi to do much less. I mean, that's the only thing. I, I don't think they're making the playoffs. The only thing they have to root for in Washington is Ovi breaking Wayne Gretzky's record, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's really all it is. But F. Wilson, Dennis, you're okay. You're cool. But Tom Wilson, <laughs> you can suck it. Yeah, you suck it. Yeah. That's my two cents. All right. Oh, Anna, have a Anna great Anna night, Davey guys. I'll still be here listening to a reminder but... that Tom Wilson has a POS. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, and then, and like, Nick Dowd's gone to the dark side. He's buying in on it. I just wish McEwen didn't have a fucked up jaw so he could have actually threw some hands tonight in his first game. Yeah, that and that bullshit they're doing at center circle with the with the face offs, just trying to draw penalties, and and unfortunately Fiala bites, and and falls for it. Oh yeah. But I love that Dowd also got called for it, so it kind of evened it out. Yeah. But yeah, the Washington just doesn't have a good time coming coming out to Cali. That was and like, I, and I'm pretty here that for was it. Like the Kings' first win at home, I think I heard before the game since like 2018 against the Caps. Yeah. The tough game coming up on yeah, Thursday, man. When's the last time we won in Colorado? Yeah, we'll see. Did we win there this year? Didn't we win there earlier this year? I think so. I don't remember. I can't remember either. I'm too tired. I can't remember stats. I don't do research. Oh, wait. No, that's a key. Dude, where drum. the fuck's Riker? That's their job. Yeah, I was going to say, you're our people. I love it. Where's Riker <laughs> at, man? Uh, I think he's sleeping. No, he's fucking not. He's such a yeah, oh, let's do this space after the game. Uh. And then falls asleep. All right. Well, does anyone want to request to speak? I know we got we got the King's Realm in here, but if Hannah Davy wants to bless us with her her awesome voice, or have her tell you the story where she got to sing with Habs Fan TV in what? French, I got video. It should go up tonight. You got video of it? Yeah, they uh, Habs Fan TV was down for their game, and they stayed. Um, for the Saturday game, and um, I think it was Kayla who mentioned that she also sings O Canada in uh, French, and they were all excited, so they all sang together. It was a pretty awesome moment. Hannah, tell them about it. We got Ryan T. in here. Hello. How you doing, Ryan? Great. That was a great game tonight. A lot of fun to watch. It absolutely was, yeah. Huge two points. How are you feeling about the season coming up? Honestly, I I have high hopes. I really like how um, Gavrikov and Korpisalo are playing. Well, Korpi's only played one game, but we'll see how that goes. And uh, Copley's looking strong. The team plays well in front of him. And uh, all the players are just showing a lot of effort right now. Lazat's been putting in a lot of work in everything he's done. Just the amount of uh, effort that he puts into every portion of his game uh, just impresses me. So I have high hopes. 
Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree with you on that. I just, I, I wonder what the, the plan going forward is. I'm sorry, I had a, my kids woke up. I had to go check on them. What, what the plan going forward on what? Uh, I mean, just where everybody slots in and what, what that plan is. You know what I mean? Because it, it, if Jersey's hurt, you brought up a good point about bringing Spence up. Yeah, um, it's it's, it's going to be, uh, like I said, I hope Jersey's healthy. I don't want anyone to get hurt. But, I mean, Spence is very capable to to be that third pair right D. I think you wouldn't even really notice Jersey was missing, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been playing great, yeah. though. And he's I getting much better a, defensively, a big too. You're right. But, like I said, uh, if the Kings... Yeah, they're just uh, they're just so deep on the right right D man. It's 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 tough to call. Like, but what about goalie? Like, what do you think they do with the goalies? I think now that they got Corpusalo, I think obviously he's probably going to start Thursday. But I just I don't think they can go back and forth every game uh, into the playoffs. They're going to have to pick a starter. I think like we know what Copley brings. Copley's your goaltender is going to get the job done. He's not going to do anything spectacular and have just a sub nine hundred save percentage. But, like, Corpusala was on a shitty team, and he had a 9.13 save percentage. I think, like, we traded for him. Like, let him have, like, the next five. If he has a bad game, then go back to Copley. But you got to – you don't you know what Copley brings. Yeah, he has 20 wins. But, like, let's give Corpusala a chance for a little stretch is what I want to do. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Anna, how you doing? I saw you requested. But my my Twitter space thing is glitching out, so it doesn't show if anybody's talking. So I can only hear. I, I mean, everyone's every all the speakers are muted right now. Okay. Um. Anyone else want to anything they want to talk about? Ask to join or put it in the comments. Ryan, you got anything else, man? Um. Just trying to think who what, what do you guys think about uh McEwen or I, I'm not even sure how you say his name, something like that. The um I mean I just think like I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of that trade because essentially you just traded Brendan Lemieux and you gave him a fifth round pick for another Brendan Lemieux. But I mean he is a little bit bigger. Um but I mean when Brendan Lemieux last year, man, when he came over, he was really fucking good on the fourth line. And just like I don't know, man. It's like you yeah. I don't know what to expect. I know he's going to throw hands. Yeah, he's a bigger body. Maybe he's going to fight more, but, like, Kings really don't fight that much. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I have honestly no opinion on him. I think he's just going to be, like, a scrapper. If he gets a point here and there, cool. Um, I just hope he doesn't take a shit ton of penalties like Pepe did. Yeah, honestly, um, personally, I wasn't too big of a fan of the trade. I would rather have kept uh, Lemieux plus the fifth. But um, then again, I've yet to see what McEwen can do in a game. 
Uh, I guess he was just kind of figuring it out for this one, so I didn't really have any hopes for that. But, um, you know, we'll see. And I think we can't keep relying on Mikey to be the only physical body out there because he's been the only one laying down some big hits and stuff like that. We need some other guys to, to get more aggressive, I think. Oh, I agree, too. I mean, the only other guy that's really been hitting and it's been Drew. Drew's actually been throwing the body, but, like, he doesn't need to be. He's older. Like, he's already, like, slower than not than your average defenseman. Like, I know he's still great. And it's Drew fucking Dowdy. But I agree. Like, there needs to be more hitting. But, I mean, the Kings are, like, even, like, they're still hitting. Like, you look at their hits category. They're always, like, 30-plus hits a game. And, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I just... I'm not. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I think they need a hit, but they've been so good defensively lately. Like, I mean, four games. It's been they've dominated. Like tonight, this it shouldn't have been. What was it? Four two final. Like they dominated the Capitals tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. If you, if you take away a couple of those shitty penalties, like when you're on the power play, you have the fucking second best power play, and you take two of those away early because of stupid penalties. Like there you go. Like three times, yeah, they're just dumb, dumb penalties. So too many penalties tonight. They, if they want to go deep, they gotta, they gotta be more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, for lack of a better term, like just passive, I guess, on the penalties. I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Just stop taking penalties. There. <laughs> yeah, I mean we. We're talking about bringing in physicality and guys that want to hit, and that's exactly what Gabrikov does. At least that's what he was advertised to do. And, you know, I think, I think watching, you know, it's it's hard to say for sure what's going to happen because there's so many new guys that just jumped up on the team. But I'm fine with Mikey taking the body. I saw Gabe getting into like more scrappy type situations, especially up in the corner boards. And that was good to see. So, I mean, there's definitely some physicality, but having one big guy that all they do is hit hard, I just I feel like it's a waste of a spot when you have so many fast guys that are talented. If there's not going to be a dedicated fighter, which I don't know if that's Gavrikov or if that's uh, what I can't that's remember. That's going to be McEwen. Name. That's not going to be Gavrikov. Think so? The fighter is going to be McEwen. And go look up, do search what his name, bro. All you see is fights. Gavrikov's gonna be too much like on the PK. Like he doesn't need to be fighting. We're gonna need him on the penalty kill. Yeah, I mean, much like Jordan said earlier on, like watching these past few games has really made the the sour taste of losing quick a lot less painful. And you know, I hope he does well in Vegas, but I also hope Vegas loses every game. So I hope he has fifty saves a game, and Vegas loses one zero every fucking game. <laughs> yeah, I could get down with that. I definitely miss him. I've been watching, you know, highlight I definitely videos don't, of him. I definitely don't want to face him in the playoffs. I can tell you that. Nope. No, I don't. He will have a chip on his shoulder, and he'll do everything he can to make us lose. But until that day, I'm excited. Anyone else got anything to say? James is back. 
Yeah, so what are you what are you guys' thoughts on uh seeing a, a drop to the knee one timer Kopi? That was sweet. Well yeah, how about how about him being a striker and, and really being a uh, a, a threat down the, the middle. Well, Dem Fox said it during the broadcast. He was like, I think this is the first time in Kopi's career where he's like, shoot first mentality because he's on fire. Yeah, he's absolutely on fire. Well, and I think he now has the backup right on the line uh, and behind him to, to be able to take more chances. And, and there's people there that are going to go for second chances and get rebounds. So I think the whole team is now driven around that where it, you know, he's not he's not just there for uh for set plays anymore. People are being more creative uh and we're seeing a lot more of that and we're we're that's why we're getting more goals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to watch Kopi go from being a guy on the peak or the power play last year that was you know, kind of slow and would do the same kind of things over and over. Now you're seeing him being a much more dynamic, you know, power uh, shot. Kopitar is really getting those areas. Is the most underrated first line center in the league, bro. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. If Kopitar is like over in Boston, like Kopitar is better than Bergeron. I don't care. Fight me. At me. I don't give a fuck. Kopitar is better than Bergeron. (laughs) I don't think anybody in here is going to fight you on that. Look at Kopi's line mates, his whole career, and then look at Bergeron's line mates. Yeah, Bergeron, I think, has another Selkie. Kopi has more points, more games played, and like I said, he's not – he it's East Coast bias NHL. Kopi, if Kopi was on the Rangers or any of those teams over there, Kopitar is talked about every day. Yeah, I 100% agree with that too. Well, what's the next game to look forward to? All of them, bro. That's true. That's the first time in a long time I could agree with that statement. I mean, they they got Colorado, and they come back home, I think, after that. I'll tell you right now. And then they got Colorado Thursday. Uh, then they got Nashville. Nashville Saturday. Then, the, they're, then they're at home for like seven. Uh, yeah. six. No, seven. I saw they something Nashville, that was like the Kings have the fourth easiest schedule for the you rest know, of the season. I know Corpus is starting on the 16th because we got Columbus. Yep. This is actually a very winnable stretch of games. There's only one, three playoff teams. For, uh, I guess the four with the Jets. I don't know. This is a big stretch of games. We got Calgary twice, Edmonton, the Blues, Vancouver. Islanders, Jets, Columbus, Nashville. Yeah, March is going to be a fun game to watch Kings hockey for sure. A fun month. What did I say? A fun game. Oh, I'm tired, man. Don't judge me. The Kings have a very easy stretch at the end. I mean, they they play Edmonton twice, Seattle, Vegas one more time. Man, yeah, there's what? How many games left? Like 20? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, six, seventeen games left. Yeah, and close it out with Anaheim. They always at our do. home arena in Anaheim. I just I don't know, man. Like I feel like we're going back to Nike, and that's what I meant to say. He got in the lineup. Yeah, he got scratched. Like Arthur Kelly got scratched, but I mean Arthur before he got hurt, man, was on fire. It's just like it's hard to score. 
on a line with McEwen and Kapari or Kapari and Jad. I mean, Kapari yeah. doesn't shoot more. I mean, he's very good defensively and he's growing. He's getting better. But, like, he just – there's so many times he has just a wide-open shot and he doesn't take it. He he chooses to pass. We haven't even talked about the fact that Juice scored his 30th goal this season. First right? king in over two decades, back-to-back 30 goals. Yeah, last king to do it was my boy. That's crazy to think about. They won cups in those times. And they didn't have a 30-plus goal scorer consecutively. I know, dude. Carter probably scored once, but not back-to-back. Yeah, not back-to-back. Well, if anybody wants to jump I just, in. I just wish Kepe's contract was longer, bro. He's finding it. I just wish they signed him for longer than four. And they'll sign him again. I hope so. He wants to be here. He enjoys it here. Anybody else want to talk? Yeah, one thing. I, I want to talk about Fiala right now because um, I've been wondering what do you guys think about his gameplay right now? From what I've seen in the past two games, I feel like he's he's almost getting a little too flashy with his handles and stuff, and he's been losing the puck quite a bit just like with the stick handles and to the defense. Um, and I haven't, there haven't been any uh, goals from him in a while. Yeah, I would say I mean go ahead Vance I was going to say I think he's right now in that that place where teams watch video of the of the Kings coming in and they cover him and they cover Juice um, so when he gets on the flanks for that I think the thing that Fiala does better than anybody else on this team that really makes him a valuable asset even if he's not on the scoreboard is he's an unpredictable force of nature you cannot let him get in close on the net. You cannot let him sit alone on the on the sides. You can't let him in the slot. So they have to cover him, but they're I just, scared. I mean, I just think it's that line, man. I've been saying for, like, over a week now they need to split that line. That line is nothing, man. Like, put – I want to see Velarde, um, Fiala, and Lazat again. I mean, I, I guarantee that line's going to succeed. Yeah, I think they played that line a little bit. Tonight. That was the uh, yeah. I want, like I said, I also want to see. I don't want to see, and I want to see Byfield be a center again next year because I. It's just it, like who takes over for Kopi in a couple of years when Kopi's done. That's got to be Byfield's role now. So I think he goes back to center, but I would love to see Byfield, Fiala, uh, Velarde. Like I said, I mean, yeah, I don't Ryan, really mind what point, side he plays on. To your point on on Fiala with with him. And his unpredictability, it also draws in additional defense, which leaves people open. And I think yeah. that's that's something that Kings haven't had is that they've been a pretty predictable team and, and very, I, I would say, easy to read on video. Uh, with Fiala, it does, it does give that, that draw that teams have to sometimes double team and put extra people maybe in, you know, down in the slot, and then it leaves people out outside open. So uh, keep that in mind. Like, if they see that happening consistently, they're going to build plays around that, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead to some pretty sick goals. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think Fiala is going to find it. You know, he's going he's gonna to overcome that. I'm not worried about Fiala scoring. Um, I'm more worried about, you know, 
just not letting not letting that get to his head that he's not scoring right now. And I don't think he is. I think he's trying to make flashy he, plays because it's scary. Really the, the, dude, the dude has 66 points in 64 games. He's still over a point per game. Like, he's he's chilling. He'll figure it out. He's And like you said, like he hasn't scored in a few games. I think he had an assist last game or two assists last game. And yeah, man, I, I, I'm excited. I'm glad that he's a king for six more years after this year. Yeah, me too. And I think he's going to show up huge in the playoffs. I think that, um, you know, Gabrikov is going to find a, a huge amount of his game down the stretch, and let's he's going to be a huge Kings, asset. Let's just hope the Kings catered everything Gabrikov needs so they can at least re sign him, man. That would be fucking huge. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not. You didn't trade for two rentals. Like at least, at least one of them needs to sign to make the to make it worth it. To get. I feel like both of them will. To be honest, even if it's just a couple years on their deals, it's still worth it. I mean, yeah, we gave up a first and a third and quick, but I mean, we had to get quick out of you know the position he was in because he was not doing well. And I know it sucks to say it now, but looking at it, it makes sense because he wasn't going to retire. He was going to try and play another year. The Kings wouldn't sign him. He wasn't going to retire a King anyway. And we got a goaltender that can easily play, you know, games that keep us in it. And I think that plus the fact that, you know, we're going to the playoffs is a huge reason for them to want to stay. And then on top of that, even further, like think about the fact that Velarde never played a playoff game last year. Like that's that's going to be huge for us too. So I think there's a lot to be excited for looking down the stretch. Yeah, honestly, about the quick thing. At first, I was, um, well, like everybody, I was shocked and stuff. And I I didn't agree with the trade and I didn't want it. But now I'm really starting to see uh, what Rob was thinking and his actual thought process behind it. And I'm kind of on board with it. And if um, if quick does well with Vegas, then good for him. If he doesn't, then... It's just another challenge. Or, yeah, if he doesn't, then um, it'll just make the trade even more worth it for us. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the trade so far. I think we picked up two really good guys. And not just great players, but great people, too, from what I've seen from the behind-the-scenes videos and stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they they are two solid guys that are going to be great for the locker room and, uh, you know, great for the community. It's They were that way in Columbus, too, especially. They they spent a lot of their career, you know, doing community outreach. That is something that the Kings love to do. Um, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I know my voice doesn't sound like it, but, you know... <laughs> I'm just saying, like this is a this is a fun time to be a Kings fan, and if you know, if you have anybody that is on the fence, this is the time to start watching, because I'm getting really close to that, you know, those peak years, those 2012 to 2014 years of of them going to the playoffs and being a force to to contend. I see it fully. All right, does anybody have anything to add? Anybody want to say some stuff? 
think that's everything I got. Nobody Tanner, else. I know you got more in there. <laughs> what do you want to know? What do you want to talk about, bro? Oh shit! No. Apparently, the Angels are winning the fucking World Series next year. That ain't gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen, but we got a we got someone that's already predicting shit, so we'll see what happens. I'll put the money on it right now. Fifty bucks on the Man, Angels. It's the one baseball game. He's putting money on him now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I can tell you they are right now. The Dodgers aren't gonna win it next year either. No, they're not. <laughs> But you are a Giants fan, so it's fine. I am. Nah, I think all right, I'm everybody. Good. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for speaking, James. It was awesome to to hear you. If the Kings win, we'll probably go live again Thursday after the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that too. One of us will be on. This is fun. Hopefully, no one's as scared next time and can talk more. <laughs> more speakers yeah hey thanks for having us on guys thanks for coming yeah, out go, kings yeah, go. Thanks, guys. go kings go go kings go we'll see you guys soon alright goodbye everybody your demons and all the non-believers the plans that they have made because one day I'll leave you a phantom to lead you Summer to join the Black Parade.